the What True Next podcast helps you build a TBR of future favorite books. In each episode, Lauren and Maine interviews authors and book influencers to recommend books they love for you to pick up today. If you're an avid reader, always looking for your next great read, then the show. works. Hi, Julia. Welcome to What True Next podcast. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. So happy to have you here. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi. Um, yeah, so I'm Julia or Julia, whatever is preferred. Um, and I am a 22-year-old college student who is about to graduate. And I was born and raised in D.C. And I am a diehard romance reader. Like, that's all I read. All right. So tell me about your romance reading journey. Like, when did it start? What happened? What was your gateway drug? Yeah, or gateway. So mine is like the most basic gateway drug of all time, uh, The Hating Game by Sally Thorne. Um, and I distinctly remember in March of 2019, I was almost finished with high school. I finished high school like a month early. So I was kind of bored and I wanted to do something else. So I was on Amazon back when I used to buy books, mostly on Amazon. And I stumbled across a very cute cover. And I was like, this is such a cute cover. Mm-hmm. And I had been looking for like a new side project and things to do. So I was like, let me just get this and see what it's like. I was always someone who hated reading growing up. Mm-hmm. Every book I read was about really, really depressing topics. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just, I'm a very visual person. So when I read it, I can picture it like exquisite, like it, like it, very specifically. So if you're talking about like abuse or like really, really like atrocities of atrocities of war, war and like all this stuff, I'm going to picture it. So mm-hmm. that's why I didn't read for so long. So I read it and it's kind of silly, but I read The Hating Game and I suddenly was like, oh, you can read for enjoyment and like enjoy it and have fun. <laughs> um, and that kind of changed my life forever. And then, yeah. And so things that change your life because actually it affected a couple of things. So you have a book club, but you're also minoring in publishing. So tell us about that experience. Yeah. So um, I was, I've been, I had been at my college for two years. My major is marketing, which is also definitely really related with publishing. Um, and I'd been looking for like my niche in marketing mm-hmm. and I was, I had, I was like, I almost call myself like a wannabe influencer for a while. I never like said I wanted to be an influencer, but I remember I started like five different blogs or five different like ideas of like what type of content I wanted to create, but I never stuck to it until, uh, 2021 when I was like, let me just make one for books because I love books and mm-hmm. let's talk about books and let's make new friends. And it was, you know, peak pandemic times. I'm immunocompromised. So I have to be really careful. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was able to like meet these people. And then I realized I happened to be at a school, which has one of the only publishing programs, like a dedicated publishing program. So that also worked out really well. Um, yeah. that like, I happened to be at a school that has a significant publishing department. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wanted to do something fun and let maybe less practical instead of like PR or political communication or something. Not that publishing isn't practical. It's very important, but it's definitely more niche than some other stuff. So my parents and family were very supportive. They're like, yeah, you do what you want to do. You did the serious major. If you want to do something like more fun for your minor, go ahead. So I joined, I started learning about it that way. And yeah, it's been, it's been great. 
So let's chat about the book club. Let's talk about the yeah. book club. What made you started? What was the book club and how people can join? Yeah. So I started, well, it, it, it kind of happened organically just based off of my first few months of being on Bookstagram. I joined Bookstagram August of 2021. Um, I'm almost going to be at a year and a half in February. Very exciting. Um, so I started in August of 2021. And in those few months, like one of the first friends I made on there, which is Books and Booze Day, um, yeah. Phyllis. She's Grace. I don't, great. I don't know if you know her. Anyways, she DM'd me first and was just like, I like your username because she was very obsessed with my username and thought it was funny. And yeah. then said, let's do a buddy read. And I was like, what is the buddy read? Like I had no clue what she was talking about. And she was like, oh, it's where people, you know, read the books and they read it together and da, 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 da. And I was, and I was like, oh, that's okay. That, that sounds good. Like, let's do that. Um, and she was like, yeah, let's go ahead. And we did that. And I was like, this is fun. But like, I would love to talk about this with more people because I'm an introvert, but I do like being extroverted in small portions. And I also realized that I like picking what book I'm going to read. Like, I really hate it when people tell me what to read, even <laughs> if it's someone I really trust and love and adore. Um, so I was like, let me just start my own book club because then it can be the books I want to read. And if other people want to join, awesome. Uh, yeah. Not saying that I don't take recommendations or anything like that, but I just, I think it comes from a place of being in school where they're like, you have to read this, this, and this. And I'm like, well, now I don't want to read it. Yeah. So how do you pick the books? Like, which, how do you figure out the book picking process? So it's a little bit of everything. I, I do pull my my book club members, like we have like a, like I, I do like surveys and I ask them how they're feeling about the book club, you know, ever the marketer always going to like make sure that everyone is doing what they need to do. But I will like pull them say like, Hey guys, is there any books in particular that you would like to have an event for? And I take suggestions. And then I also, I am very conscious and very like, I'm very committed to feature diverse books in my book club. So that's yeah. also something I personally try to like look for. Um, so I'm always looking from to feature more BIPOC authors, more queer authors, um, Latinx authors, and queer authors are kind of like my specialty. Oh, and 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 because I am bisexual and Cuban, uh, so yeah. those definitely in my niche. But yeah, basically, it's mostly down to um, what I find on. Goodreads Storygraph, what I hear from my friends, um, and and I what and what I hear from my book club, mm -hmm. and then lastly, I, sometimes I will just do polls on my Instagram, and people just submit at books, and I look into it, and it's fun. I I like having the control, and then I, yeah, but it's like a whole process to book them and everything. Yeah, yeah, I I understand. As someone who's been booking author interviews, it's like it's all process, so, you know. Um, and sometimes you get to a point where you're going to get pitched to yourself, like people will pitch you and you're like, oh, that's not good. Or like, oh, this is totally my audience. It happens, <laughs> it happens last year. And I was like, what? Like normally <laughs> I have to pitch 
I, I, I think also what has helped me since day one is I kind of have all the audacity. I've always been told to like act like you have 10 million followers, but yeah. don't be entitled about it. But like act like you're, you know, more than you are. Like I booked Tessa Bailey for my book club when I was under 500 followers. Yeah. And that's because I had the audacity to be like, hi, Tessa, would you like to join my, my book club that hasn't had a single event yet? Like, because I had the audacity to do that, she was like, sure. And then once you get more followers or just like more, like you're more well-known in, in your niche, then you get this credibility and people start coming to you, which is like the coolest thing ever. Yeah. It's like a mix of things. It's like a mix of showing up. Crisscross. Right. So let's chat about book recommendations. What books do you recommend our listeners to pick up? Okay. So I thought really hard about this and I realized the one thing that all my books have in common is they're all, uh, fake dating, fake relationship books. Mm -hmm. There's something so special about the trope because it's, it's so unrealistic to life and I read to disconnect. So I really enjoy that. Um, so those books would be a proposal they can't refuse by Natalie Kanya. Mm -hmm. Um, kiss her once for me by Alison Cochran. Mm -hmm. And I think fake it till you bake it was a great one. Mm -hmm couple others wait sorry I'm gonna pull up my list let me just so just so you have it all in one place um <clears throat> a proposal they can't refuse count your lucky stars kiss her once for me and fake it till you bake it yeah are all I love those ones yeah I'm starting to get into historical as well so I'm trying to find more fake dating historical yeah so but historical gets a lot of um fake dating I think a good one is it's fake engagement is Harper's and George. I think it's the third one. That I'm just, reading. I'm reading the fourth one right now. Oh, you're reading the fourth one. I want to get the fourth one. I, I have to, um, the, the third book in the series is a fake engagement and relationship. So um, there's a lot of more marriage convenience in um, in historicals than fake engagement because there's like they lead to the marriage. So like you know like this is like situations arises and like we gotta get married and so you find out more there yeah no for sure I think I'm I'm reading the fourth one which is Camille's story right now and it is kind of there's kind of a fake engagement it's not a spoiler to say that I don't think yeah so exciting so tell us where you can find you online yeah so people can find me everywhere at at chicklet is the shit so that's just chick as in like you know that chick over there but we everyone is included in the chicks if you respect women and you respect people then you're welcome to be a chick with us and that's the thing so it's not a, it's not a gender we're trying to reclaim the word so that associates anything with women as cringy as cool and that's why my username is chicklet is the shit and i'm proud of it but yeah so just chicklet is the shit on everywhere and then for my book and then for the book club you can find it at at c-l-i-t-s book club all together so just clits book club which is the acronym for chicklet is the shit love it i love it so much thank you julia for being on the show thank you for having me if you enjoyed this podcast, feel free to share with friends, subscribe, rate, and review the show. This is the easiest way to support the podcast. For a list of books mentioned and other romance recommendations, please visit whatyourreadnextblog.com. 
Did you know you can purchase audiobooks directly from your favorite local bookstore? With Libro.fm, you can pick up more than 250,000 audiobooks, including bestsellers and recommendations from real booksellers. You'll get the same audiobooks at the same price as the largest audiobook company, you know the name. But you'll be part of a different story, one that supports your local community. If you're new to audiobooks, there's a perfect way to squeeze into more reading to your busy life. Listen with the free Libro.fm app while you do your chores, walk your dog, relax at home. The Watch Reading Podcast has a special offer for our listeners. Get two audiobooks on Libro.fm for the price of one with your first month of membership. Use code WHATTOREADNEXT. This offer is only valid for new members in Canada and the U.S. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day.